All right, it's been a bit. We uh we skipped the last recording block that we have because I'm so bad at editing these, as will become evident. It's all good. The backlog is growing, but that's all right. I'm getting my shit together. We're getting there. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm in a bit of a fog. <laughs> in a fog of past couple episodes. Do you think it's just like life weariness? Do you think it's the the winters clouding your your I feel like winter's clouding my ability to think and function, so I, I'm curious if you're there. Too. Yeah, I don't think it's particularly winter stuff. I think it's probably, uh, I don't know, uh, just I'm, I'm in such a fog, I can't even tell. I don't know. I get that. I, I think I'm feeling foggy. I, we're all, you know, the, the amount of things that we've all had to sort of keep track of for a very long time now even outside of COVID, like there's just so much, you know, we're, we're young adults figuring out our lives. There's just so much. I feel like my brain is sort of starting to falter under the pressure of just being a person these days. You're listening to Catch Up Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. I think too picking another night of the week might be good to do a different I think Monday nights in particular my brain is going into work mode and it's on the the cusp of a of a transition and that's hard to be in a good space for. I'd be down for a different night, just not Wednesday. Not Wednesday night. Wednesday's D&D night. Well, it's also Book of Boba Fett night. Well, only only for this last week. What do you mean? Well, it's the last episode of the season. Wait, what? This is gonna we can't we can't just start this conversation because it is gonna turn into a Book of Boba Fett you, podcast. I didn't know there's only gonna be that many episodes. Seven episodes, yeah. It's a mini series. It's kind of disappointing to be honest with you. I wish there was more. Yeah, I don't wanna again we, if we start discussing our thoughts, this will be the whole episode. But yeah, I I I'm not super thrilled with how this season has turned out. I, I wish I wish there were more time to, you know, have episodes with Boba Fett in them. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we we hop down that rabbit hole. We're, we're not gonna crawl our way out, but yeah. Unlike Boba Fett, who of course did crawl his way out. He did crawl his way out of, of the Sarlacc pit, but then promptly forgot that he came out armor on. Spoiler alert! Well, the Jawas took it all. I mean, you know, you've got everyone knows Jawa memory loss is a is a serious problem plaguing the people of Tatooine. So anyway, anyway. <laughs> We'll have to, are they going to come out with another season? Uh, unclear. Uh, they've, they've not announced another season, although, you know, they didn't announce. Book of Boba Fett, I know you you watched Mandalorian after it came out. The Book of Boba Fett was not announced at all. The first inkling it was happening was that stinger at the end of, of Mando season two. Really? They didn't announce it. They just shadow dropped this. Just did it. This show announcement. So who, who knows? Do you think there'll be a season four of Mandalorian? Well, I hope so. I like Mandalorian a lot. When is that coming? Out? Although apparently Book of Boba Fett's just Mandalorian season three, so who knows? Again, <laughs> we can't do this. We can't do what, this. What if they merge into one storyline? Some people argue they already have, and that everyone already. We can't. We cannot. We cannot, <laughs> Isaac. We'll Sorry. save this discussion. Oh god! Until we've so... seen the whole Book of Boba Fett, until we've read read the book from cover to cover, read all the chapters. That's what's on the top of my head right now, though. Uh, uh, talk about the Olympics. Those are going on. I've never, I, I'm so checked out of, of the world right now. I didn't realize the Super Bowl is coming up, dating this episode immediately. The Olympics are happening, dating this episode right. immediately. The big bowl is happening. I don't have, I don't have any stake in the game, so. No. It doesn't matter. No. Tom Brady's not there. The Bills aren't there. Like, I, I have no, I don't know who to root against in that Tom Brady's not there, so I don't know who to, to like, root against. <laughs> and the, you know, the Chiefs aren't there, so I don't know who to root against. So it's just, it's. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I, I also haven't really kept track of the Olympics too much either. I've seen a lot about I'm, the figure skating. That's the one I've seen a lot of people talking about. Apparently, there's a lot of drama going on in that world, but no broken knees yet. Um, Tanya Harding's just waiting. I guess it wasn't yeah. Tanya Harding. It was her, her boyfriend. But Well, also, aren't they like exclusive to... I don't know. That's the whole thing. You got to figure out what to watch all these things on. Yeah, it's, it's very confusing. We also just had an Olympics, so I feel like I've... I've Olympic out. Yeah. 
Like you get so into one. I don't have two Olympics in the span of one year to like care. I, I can only commit myself to one Olympics per two year period. It did come up real quick. I was like, what? Winter Olympics already? It was like six months ago was the last Olympics. I can't. I understand that the 2020 Olympics, but it was not. It was not 2020. It was very, very weird. Um, controversial question for you. Okay. That just popped into my head since we're doing a podcast. Do you ever listen to podcasts on two times speed? No. Or speed and a half. Time and a half, as they call it. Overtime. I don't, I'm, I'm not ever in a rush when I'm listening. Podcasts are not like a, a commute. Well, I, I listen to podcasts on my way to work, but I just, if I get to work and they're not over, I close out the app and finish my lunch break. It's not like I'm racing to finish a sure. podcast. I can't stand the the weird voices at a, at a different pitch. But do you think it absorbs in your brain better though? I've heard that. I, I got an ad for something last night on YouTube about like, it's this app that like reads the web- websites for you and you can increase the speed and in theory oh, you sure. can process more information, which sure I get it. I'm not listening to any podcasts that are like broadening my horizons so much that I have to like really cram six into a day. I would do that when I was like writing, even for like, like you listen to podcasts that- when you write. No, no, no. I, the, the, tell me back what I wrote plugin for, for drive. Oh Yeah. You know? So you can like have the robot read your essay and it's a really good way to catch errors or like mistakes and words or stuff. And you're like, Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Or even just like the flow of it. And I would turn the speed up because like, you know, it can take 30 minutes or 40 minutes to read a long essay. Um, And I just don't got that kind of time if I'm trying to crank on it. So I'd have it read it back to me pretty fast, but you can still keep up to it, you know? That's a good method. When I was writing The Stolen Stone, whenever I finished a chapter, I'd sit and I'd read the chapter out loud. Yeah. Ostensibly, I mean, I, I to make it feel less weird, I would read it to my cat in my head, but I really was just sitting alone <laughs> in my apartment reading out my own book. And that sort of helped me catch sentences that I would stumble over and be like, oh, that flows badly. And right. But I think you're right. Hearing it out loud definitely helps. I, I didn't have the option to like speed up my own voice as I was, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do cocaine right before I read the chapter and just Blurred it all out. Oh, gosh. Uh, I was just drinking a bunch of coffee, I think. I don't know. I drink too much coffee for that to have an impact. That's true. One day this week, or last week, I drank nothing but a liter of coffee from, like, 7 o'clock in the morning to, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That was the only liquids that went in my body was coffee between those ta- those times of day. Isaac, I hate to tell you this. That's how I've been living my my life every day for like six months. Really? Oh my God. My first glass of water most days is 7 p.m. when I get home. <laughs> no, that's so sad. I spent 12 hours drinking nothing but coffee and then I drink some water at home. How are you alive? Uh, you know, maybe I, I drink so much coffee that my, my body has like replaced what it needs. <laughs> and like i run on the bean oil now <laughs> i've evolved this is the next this is the next stage in human evolution i'm now a, i'm now part bean oh he's, no. he's more bean than man now yeah that's that's no good i, I felt really weird after that um well i, I do it every day i never feel good <laughs> consistently not but i don't have a whole lot of time in my day to like choose what i'm gonna drink i don't have time to like you always have time for water not when there's coffee to drink though it's a basic human right i barely some days i don't finish my coffee that i bring to work i'm so busy brewing my coffee the night before keeping it in that thermos meal prep meal prep yeah that's what i call it when i make coffee the night before it's good soup um <laughs> listeners you you would you can't see what isaac's doing but he did the adam driver good soup thing very, very like nonchalantly, which is not how Adam Driver does it at all in that clip. He's very aggressive about how how good the soup is. I was on a hike one time, and you know how sometimes trees in their roots they get these like these like it's like holes, you know, or these like little rotten sections, or or just like puddles or whatever. And one of my friends pointed out, pointed at the this like crotch in the tree, and said, "The soup in the tree is free." <laughs> that's like no dude the the forbidden brew (laughs) the forbidden tree soup like just like the ducks in the park are free i've never heard that one 
Never heard the ducks in the park are free. No. What What are you doing with the ducks? Is this an eating purpose? Is this like a, a pet duck purpose? I don't know what this is from. This is like a. Like what are you a, doing with the duck? A thing. I'm gonna look look this up where this is from. Are you hunting them? The ducks in the park are free meme. See somebody's. Oh no. I I'm sort of concerned that there is a, a darker oh. side of what this might be. Man. It's apparently uh, it's apparently an Alex Jones uh, thing. Oh, no. The elites don't want you to know this, but the ducks at the park are free. You can take them home. I have 458 ducks <laughs> with, a, with a picture of Alex Jones on his podcast. So he didn't really say this. I, I don't think so. I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but I don't. I know it sounds, it, it sounds just unhinged enough to be true. Okay. Uh, also, I found this lovely website while we're here. It's called Know Your Meme, and it is uh, it is essentially a Wikipedia for memes. Um, I'm kind of liking this. Yeah, I, I've I spent a lot of time on that website. You can track the popularity too. This has also been attributed to J.R. Tolkien. Tolkien did not say the ducks in the park are free. Good background to him with uh, smoking a pipe and and the same quote though. It appears that the the Alex Jones version is is more popular. Well, because it's more believable. Yeah. So it uh, it spiked in popularity on uh, February of twenty twenty. No, December of twenty nineteen. Oh, the good old days. It kind of went up and down. Another spike in August. Another spike in whenever. Yeah. They'll see, they'll see another spike when this episode releases. I'm sure they will. Let's see. Let's go to let's go to trending. On yeah, what's, what are the trending memes these days? Let's uh, uh, confirmed trending. See, the great thing about making jokes about the internet is they'll they'll be timely always because the internet is always constant. Nothing changes. So this is good. So we got the good old hello there. That's an old meme. That's a good one. I mean, I guess there's a uh, Kenobi show coming out soon. Probably people are feeling the Kenobi train. We got the Mister Incredible going on incredible we got the chad guy with the beard apparently he's from 4chan watch out giga chad i feel like most i feel like a lot of memes originate in 4chan and sort of filter their way down to the the less yeah. scary internet yeah i don't know uh oh he yeah he doesn't have a great all right doesn't have a great uh great origin i suppose is chad a bigot he's a real dude no i was just talking about like how incels have kind of t- taken over his uh of course his image and i don't know just associated with that whole whole mess but uh let's let's get to is there like a wholesome section is there like a safe for work section we can explore can't, can't here filter. um i don't know cultures Ooh, let's see i feel like this could get bad Getting memes about cultures, that that can't be. No, <laughs> no, not that type of cultures. Like bacteria? Oh, there's like, what? How is electronic dance music a culture of meme? What is going on? This is really riveting podcast audio. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm just, uh, the Nutella, <laughs> oh my God. Nutella is a, a culture of meme? What? Right up there next to feminism and 3D printing. I don't, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen a Nutella meme. I'm trying to click on it. It's not. I would like to to let the viewers know that. Oh God, oh jeez, this. Yeah, I know Nutella is a brand name. It this website has so I have pop up blocker, and this website has so many pop ups. I've never navigated. I've only ever like Googled the meme I need and just gone to my specific meme. No, this is this is a terrible website. It has one of those like like. Um, banner ads that just like keep scrolling with you wherever you go Ugh. i hate it world nutella day nutella riots oh my god what french supermarket something in french ran a sale on nutella slashing prices 70 percent. this led to brawls breaking out in french supermarkets as people fought to buy nutella police had to be called to break up at least one fight damn well, speaking of fights, this leads to my only thing that I've brought to the podcast today. 
Yeah, go ahead. What do we got? In the form of a screenshot that I took of a thing I saw on Twitter months ago. I do this sometimes. I'll see stuff on Twitter and be like, oh, that's a good podcast topic. I'll screenshot it and forget about it. But I was like desperately trying to find stuff. I was searching like board games for questions that we could discuss. Yeah. And I remembered I had this screenshot. And it, it's in the vein of things we've done before, but it's it's a little more specific that I that I enjoy. It's not just like a duck-sized horse or a, a bunch of horse-sized ducks or however it goes. Yeah. Uh, this is, would you rather fight a chicken every time you get in your car or <laughs> once a year, completely randomly, fight one orangutan with a sword? <laughs> Does the orangutan have the sword or do I? It doesn't clarify. I think, I think the orangutan would have the sword. No, I'm dead either way. I'm dead even if I had the sword. You don't think if, if an orangutan versus, like, you you with sword versus an orangutan sans sword, you don't <laughs> think you could take out an orangutan once a year? Have you ever held a, a sword? Riders Alto has. A, a heavy sword? I mean, probably. People don't train to wield swords all that often anymore. No, but if you, if you I guess if it's random, you probably wouldn't be prepared with your sword. Like, you're not standing at the right. This is, you're, you're you know... You've right? just done your 4 a.m. piss and you're you're getting ready to go to bed and your orangutan's <laughs> waiting right outside the door. Like, you're not prepared for this. Our new opponent is joining the battle. <laughs> like, no. You flush the toilet. Is that boss music? Dang it. Well, yeah, but then they, like, run out and somebody hands you a sword and, like, here, and then they run out. Oh, the- so so this this person, like, travels with the orangutan. This is, like, their, their jockey, I guess, and they give the <laughs> This is the orangutan's full-time job, so they travel... 365 people a year have you seen though the the like orangutans will take your face off but you've got a sword yeah but see i pride myself a little bit on knowing some basic martial arts principles and being relatively physically fit i still don't think i'd be able to wield a heavy big sword effectively. it doesn't say heavy big sword this can be any sword you want. Maybe this is like a rapier and you just... Yeah, but those are like for fencing. I'm not going to fence an orangutan. Or like a, a katana. Those are probably pretty heavy. Uh, yeah, but... Still... You could you could slice your whole face off with a katana, though. Those things are sharp. Here's the other thing, too. As soon as you poke that orangutan with a sword, it's going to kill you. You just got to poke the right spot. <laughs> you got to find the glowing weak point. You might have to <laughs> hit it a few times. Or He's like tired out sword and bend it over its knee and turn it into a pretzel and then rip your face off. Okay, so let's let's put the orangutan on hold, which yeah. it hates. It hates when you do that, and that's just gonna make the fight even worse. Got some it's good gonna be angry. Going on. Uh, and you think it's it's like soothing, right? But it's it's that sort of passive aggressive soothingness that's just pissing the orangutan off more and more and more. Dude, I was on hold music for. Most of this weekend, I, I know. I heard apparently, low key, some places you they can still hear you when you're on hold. Like the operator, I hope they still, do. I hope they uh, do. The swear words you're swearing, or the angry orangutan grunts that are being uttered. I want to address this chicken. Okay. Every every time you get in your car, there's a chicken waiting to fight you. Is the chicken in the car? I would have to assume the chicken. You don't get in your car and the chicken comes over like knocks, like hey, roll down the window. Close the door. <laughs> See you later. In order to enter your car, you have to defeat the chicken i mean maybe you don't have to beat it maybe you can like just kick it shove it start the car and just like you know john wick i've never seen the movies but i assume he fights someone in a car at some point like as you're driving because that's in every action movie someone's driving and has to like indiana jones does it to all those nazis like raiders yeah the nazi as he's driving the thing so you're like you're driving to go to the you know to get the the, you're going to little caesars you're on your way Uh uh-huh you open the door and there's a chicken in there and he's ready you're like shit, it's only gonna be hot and ready for like a couple of minutes. I gotta go. It's in the pizza portal, man. It keeps uh, like, it ready for you. That's a hot portal. It's a hot portal, but it's not like it's not fresh. It's just gonna be sort of lukewarm after a while. Much like my cooling feelings toward the book of Boba. Anyway, every time you can, every time you enter your car, I don't, I don't have a daily commute, so I think I'd be okay. Is it any vehicle or just my car? The te- the the screenshot says your car well let's see let's actually great well considering how my car is uh yeah your car in a different state than i am right now i think i'm okay but maybe maybe i mean let's 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 amend this any car you enter that chicken's there you get on public transit the chicken's there 
No, 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 no. That that's your your Uber. The chicken's is, the driver. That is that is not fair. That's been in the rules. Well, I'm tr- I'm trying to equate this chicken. I'm trying to like balance the fights a little bit. That's why I would take the chicken any day. Well, you'd probably be taking the chicken every day. <laughs> no. Versus once a year. Once a year a with the orangutan. Dude, let's, once let's, a year. Let's presume you do. Let's presume you have a daily commute. Yeah. And you drive. You don't take the bus. You don't Uber. You don't ride your bike. You you drive to the job at the, the firm every it morning. It becomes so blasé after a while. It would just be like. All right, chicken. You just like kick it. You'd have like a baseball bat ready next to your car for the chicken. It it would know. The chicken has it one day though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. If you got it there, I mean, the chicken got into your car. The chicken can figure out how to get your baseball bat in there. My freezer would be stacked with chicken, dude. You can't eat an orangutan and and not like be tried for a hate crime. That's I mean that's fair. We can eat chicken all day. I'm just saying, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make money off this deal, bud. I think that eventually you're fighting a chicken every day. That's gonna wear you down. Even if you're winning every day, you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah, but you fight an orangutan once, you're rolling the dice for the long sleep there. But what if you win? Then you have 364 days till you have to worry about, it. and you could dread about the next time your life will be under attack by a orangutan. But that gives you time to train. <laughs> it's like a rocky montage like yeah go to the zoo just like studying them and climb to the top of the the tree instead of the stairs i was trying to make it a, i don't know I, I don't know man i i think i'd take the chicken too after after 10 days of fighting a chicken every day you'd be you'd be bored but you know waiting for your day to to defend your life against that orangutan you would never be able to relax at least you know yeah. the chicken's in the car. Exactly. You know exactly when the chicken's going to be. You know when and where it's going to be. The orangutan can strike at any point. But you've got to say, I mean, let's, let's say, you know, it's once a year. Maybe the first time it's, it's skinny your teeth. You, you barely survive. On birthday. Well, it says random. We, we can't assign a date. Okay, fine. But, you know, you escape by the skin of your teeth, which is a weird expression. Anyway. Skin don't have teeth. Well, teeth don't have skin either. If skin had teeth, I, I think that's that's more haunting than right, teeth having skin. Uh, can you just imagine just like, anyway, you you know, you win that fight. Yeah. You were very good with a sword, but now you've got some time to train with a sword. If it's truly random, truly random, there's a chance it could happen tomorrow. There's a chance it could happen tomorrow, but there's a chance it might happen six months from now. You have this chance to become a swordsman, to become the next... Uh, 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 what if I already it? carry a weapon? Well, it, it says a sword in the question. I have to. <laughs> We're only terrible. going by the rules in the text. I'm naked except a sword. Well, I. If you if that's how you it it says your only weapon is a sword. It doesn't say that the only thing that is on your person is a sword. Back to your theoretical idea of okay, you get up in the middle of the night to go pee, come back, boom, there's an orangutan. It's your time. What if, like, many legally firearm-owning Americans, I have a gun next to the bed, and I just shoot the orangutan? So here's the thing, is in this in this universe, the orangutan bulletproof, but no, not sword-proof. Stop. Not sword-proof, just bulletproof. <laughs> it's, got, it's got Mandalorian armor on. Exactly. No, I think, I think that, like, violates, there's some sort of, like, divine or, like, extra Geneva Convention for orangutans. No, I'm just thinking like there's there's some sort of like contract you've unknowingly entered into if this orangutan is coming for you once a year. That violates the contract and things are going to be way worse for you now. Now it's going to be two orangutans and it's going to be like that guy's oh. twin, his brothers and they're out for revenge now. Now it's not just like a fight for fun. These guys want to kill you. Like they're, they're this vengeance. Be Harambe to the electric boogaloo. Exactly. Except he was a gorilla, not an orangutan. Yeah, but they're... I don't know. They're cousins. Okay, let's change the stakes here then. Speaking of Harambe, would you rather fight a gorilla once a year or an orangutan once a year? Uh, I don't know that much about that. You have to choose one. I don't either. They're both going to beat the shit out of you. It's just how, how, (laughs) do you want to, do you want to, how bad do you, you know, what's worse? What's the worst fate? I feel like more people think everybody knows a gorilla is going to kill you, but not everybody thinks an orangutan will. So in your obituary, there's going to be like, 
that 10% of people that read your obituary and be like, orangutan, I could, I could kill an orangutan. I got a sword. But, but if it says gorilla, everybody would be like, oh, well, of course. Like, yeah, he's, he's gone. I feel bad for him, you know. When in reality, a pretty mean dog could, like, kill you. Okay, but we're not talking about mean dogs, Isaac. Like, people overestimate the, the animals that they could take in a fight. I think I could take a, a small kitten, and that is about the only thing I would confidently say I'd be all right with. Maybe a mouse. But I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I can't confidently say I could take out any other animal if they really wanted to kill me. Right? I don't know, man. I've never had any dangerous animal encounters that, where the animal was out to kill me. Yet. Well, I almost stepped on a rattlesnake once, but... Oh, you know. shit. Yeah. I scared a skunk once. That's, I mean, that didn't want to, it didn't want to kill me. It just almost sprayed me, but. Yeah. I, I, why did they bring the sword into the equation? It's just, that's what I saw on Twitter. I don't know. I don't get it, man. But that's my answer. I'd, I'd take the chicken and, and I don't know, make a profit. What would you call your chicken business? Uh, Los Poyos Hermanos. Translate that for those who don't speak the, Spanish. The chicken brothers. It's from Breaking Bad. It's oh, I haven't. Just- embarrassingly i've not seen breaking bad really yeah it's just I, I never got into it now it feels like i'm getting on too late i had this strange experience with breaking bad where in sophomore year or was it junior year oh i sat with uh chris and his buddy yeah they're the, that's the exact group i can imagine any breaking bad discussion would take place but it was just the three of us at the lunch table, which was kind of interesting. But I sat with them every day for lunch. And then uh, they would talk about Breaking Bad. And that was like when Breaking Bad like was coming out, like new episodes every week. And they would just chat about that. And I'd just sit there eating my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, feeling so left out. Also knowing that all of my friends were going to eat lunch the next period. That was so frustrating that you couldn't like, you had no say in when your lunch was. Yeah, when I had, like, math class or something. Um, and then, like, two years after that, in, like, senior year of high school, or even, like, freshman year of college, I don't even remember, I watched Breaking Bad, and I, like, understood everything that they were saying. But it was too late. It's still a good show. I think you should watch it. I think, I think, I'd, it. I think I'd enjoy it. I just haven't gotten around to it. I've got a, a million other shows to watch. Um, speaking of shows to watch, how do you feel about haircuts? You know, it's interesting because this was a topic I almost brought up a few months ago. Uh-huh. Do you, this isn't a show. Oh, I understand where you're going with this. I hate getting my hair cut. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Just by saying that, I know we're going to the same place. I can't stand the stupid small talk. Like, I'm. this is a business transaction. Cut my hair. Let me leave. I don't want to talk about work yeah. or the game or you know all those damn covid restrictions or anything i just want to get my haircut and leave i don't know man i feel like i haven't gotten my haircut by a professional in, in many years well like by like a, a friend of the family who's a professional but not like you know who's like on the back porch or whatever but uh i feel like it'd kind of be like therapy it depends on your your degree of social anxiety mine is overwhelming i don't know they should be, there should be a therapist haircutter. I think, I think there are situations where that'd be great. I think if you're going to get your haircut and you're, let's say you're booking your appointment online, there's an extra yeah. thing on the, the booking chart. And it's like, are we going to talk or are we going to put on music and just vibe? You would pay for that or not, or not pay for it, but you would, you would want the option to be like, I would like silent haircut, please. If we could agree on that beforehand instead of organically discover that, which is often how it ends up with me <laughs> making one or two word responses to these deep questions that I'm being asked. Yes, huh. I would love to not have to awkwardly. My last time I got a haircut, which was my first time in quite some time, uh, I went and they had uh, three big flat screen TVs on the wall playing a football game. So we just watched nice. football and didn't talk. And it was amazing. There you go. And the Buckeyes were playing and I, I feel like I'm, I'm, a Buckeye fan just by like having lived near Columbus, Ohio. But there's something about going to a barber or a hair stylist and just like letting it out, you know, having a conversation with somebody that's very low pressure. You don't have to make heavy eye contact. If you're making eye contact with your, your barber, your, your, your haircut's going wrong. I'd suggest you don't because it'd be very terrible haircut. Um, but that you just get to chat with somebody. 
and, and to some extent, they're a captive audience, you know. <laughs> no choice. And if and if they're doing it right, they let you lead the conversation, even though they got the sharp thing in their hand. But because they want you to come back, they're here to listen to you. They're going to give you a good haircut, and and uh, you know you can tell them get stuff off your chest, and realize they're a complete third party. They're not there to to judge you except for your hair. I just I can't. I'm so bad with small talk to begin with. I used to, and this is this is true, and I don't know if I've brought this up before. Uh, I Back when we lived in East Aurora, I used to get my hair cut at, uh, they're not a sponsor, but Andrew's Barber Parlor on Main Street. Yep. Uh, and, you know, great place to get haircuts, cool vibe. But I just, I didn't, I couldn't talk. But my dad was friends with with uh, the owner of the barbershop. So yep. I'd have my dad drive me to the barbershop. I'd have my dad come in and sit and wait for me. And I'd let him make conversation while I just got a haircut out of it. There you go. And it was great. I think that's how men have conversation, though. That's how that's how friendships work. Either they have a podcast or or go to the barber. They chat while they're getting their hairs, their bread sliced. I only ever, I don't let them touch my beard when I go to the barber. Really? That is my jurisdiction. I, I feel like that'd be a nice thing to do. I, it I would. Know. I just, I don't know. There's something so personal about it to me, and maybe it's just seen Sweeney Todd too many times. I was in Sweeney Todd. Well, there you go. Were you Todd or Sweeney? I was neither. They are the same person, though. Just to just to uh, point out, Todd and Sweeney Law Firm. <laughs> Mister Sweeney, yeah, yes, Mister Todd. Someone's been cooking people in these pies, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> we better solve it. Well, that's not what lawyers do. Hang on. <laughs> no, they're not. They're My not brother was cooked into a pie, wasn't he? I want a sue for brother pie. Oh God. This is about my accent work. I'm a trained. I have been trained in accent work, not in this really? accent. That's sure. That's very clear. Uh, How do you get trained in accent work? Uh, you someone Isn't that like racist? Not like a racist way. I was in a, a play where we had to be British aristocrats, and they have oh, a very sure. particular way of speaking. It's called regional proficiency. Uh, it's sort of when you think of the British accent actors do in movies. It's sort of that the very proper like. Yeah. Oh, yes, I am a, a British actor. Yes. Uh, and they brought in someone who like has studied how that accent is done, taught us different techniques and stuff. Sure. Hmm. We spent like a, a couple of weeks doing it. It was cool. It was, you know, I, I, I've told this story. It worked so well that at one point I, I got drunk and got stuck in that accent for quite a while. Right. Right. Uh, but it was flawless while I was inebriated. So apparently, you know, that vocal coach is one hell of a vocal coach back to haircuts though yes we've gotten off track have you seen bo miles's haircut video i saw that it was on my youtube recommended i've been so bad at keeping up with him are you are you subscribed to to his, his i am channel? subscribed i subscribed before we ever talked about it. i was a subscriber you so. hit that the hit that bell i i've never hit the bell i don't need to be getting emails about youtube wait did that they send you emails it's like a notification thing if you oh, just like go right into my spam filter then, but, but apparently if you don't hit the bell, they don't, you don't get that little like red dot. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. No, they just sort of show up if you subscribe regularly. Okay. I'll do that. But uh, yeah, it's real funny. Cause he has his wife cut his hair and, and he did this hilarious thing where, where, uh, you know, he does, he does a fair amount of voiceover in some of his things, but his wife is like standing behind him to like cut his hair or whatever. And, you know, he's like, you know, I, I really like getting my hair cut at home because it's faster and cheaper and, you know, explaining all these sorts of things. And then his wife is like, well, you know, it's a real pain for me. And then she like goes off onto her monologue of like, you know, what what her experience is in, in cutting his hair. And in the video, he like voices over her monologue with his like voiceover about something like, you know, I don't know. It was just hilarious of like, dude, you, you just like voiced over your own wife. <laughs> but he made up for it in the end. But he, he also has an attempt to find out how much his wife's haircut costs. Because his wife goes to a hairdresser and, you know, gets looking pretty and stuff. And uh, in the end, he, he comes to conclusion that there's a secret handshake between his wife and the hairdresser that if, if the husband calls, do not disclose the price just don't return calls to husband, um, which is pretty funny. 
I don't, you said you haven't gone to like a professional barber in a long time. What do you say when they ask what you want your hair to look like? Who, me? Yeah. To like the family, the my aunt that cuts my hair? Sure. We'll start with that. Yeah. Start with her. Well, usually it's just like, <laughs> it's usually pretty obvious what needs to happen to my hair. I mean, the, you know, with long hair, the bottom two inches or three inches or four inches gets all frayed and knotted and just like split ends and stuff so trimming that off keeps it a lot healthier so usually that but let's say you've you've come to a i'm you know you've sat down in my my barber chair yeah i've just draped cape over you oh, welcome to my barber shop my name is luigi what uh what, what what are we doing today i'd like about uh three uh slices of bread off the the old loaf here oh yes uh Pulls out his serrated scissors and just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so honey, but like, but like, genuinely, what, what would you say? Because I, I never, I, I bring in a picture, I find a picture where my hair looks good and say, Do this. Oh, yeah, please do this. Do you think that's rude to them, or, or is that accurate? Do they, do I think they it's it's helpful, it's more helpful than maybe I'm like, oh, I want it short, but not too short, maybe like not, you know, sort of here ish. And you're also not doing like the weird, like like a fade on the side. The no, I just want my hair and short and not thick. Yeah, me but too. not too short and not too thin. I would just be like, yeah, you know, I got a bunch of split ends. Uh, the hair's getting a little long, so let's just cut off the whatever you think is a healthy amount to cut off the end. Have you ever had someone cut your hair without, like, have you ever had like a friend to do it for shits and giggles, um, like, a bat, like a bathroom haircut kind of vibe? I had somebody at college do it, but they had haircut experience. So I was always tempted, especially recently when my hair was so long, I was always tempted to just have someone cut it and see what happened. You know, yeah. whatever happens, happens. I did it. I could probably do it on my own. I almost cut it myself at the, before this most recent haircut. And then I realized I had no idea what I was doing and I would for sure ruin me. You need some nice scissors to do it. So like, like, yeah, all I have is like a, a, a razor, like an electric razor that I use in my beard. That's all I got. And I guess I could use it for my hair, too. It's all hair. but Sponsored by Landscape. I get a lot of ads for Manscaped. I use... How do they know that? What, that I shave? Yeah. The word I mean, I've, I've probably... I mean, there, there are definitely, like, like a crosshatch of, like, all these different things where they, they can... That's true. I'm watching dudes blow up stuff with AK-47s. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, they can, they can tell. They can tell who you are. <laughs> Advertising agencies know everything about you. Plus, Facebook's already sold them all your data. So that's true. Or that's Google true. or whoever has your data. Zucks, I'm sure, got it somehow, regardless. What do you think of this whole meta thing? It just seems like shitty VR. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I haven't seen a whole lot about it. It just seems like it's someone described it as like second life, but worse. And I think that second life. Second life was this. It's not even an MMO. It was this virtual space it was a video game yeah. where there were different like i never played it I'm, I'm basing this on videos i've seen of it it was like an internet world where there were different areas for different interest groups like there was a duran duran zone or there was like there were like church groups that would meet in second life which is a virtual space to uh-huh. to meet and and hang out with people and this yeah. seems like it's just, I mean, it turned in, as, as the internet often does, it turned into a weird sex thing oh, uh, boy. pretty quickly. Uh, but Meta seems like it's just that, but VR, and pretty bad-looking VR. I don't know if you've seen any clips from, from proposed stuff. It looks bad. Well, why do we want that? Because it's the future. I don't know, man. That's literally it. It's Zuck saying, we all hate Zoom, so put, put the VR goggles on and sit in a, another virtual space, but now it's a shitty Bitmoji. I wonder if will there be VR school just like there's Zoom school? I bet there already is. Dude, that'd be so weird. Because now you have to have to uh present in, in like a more third dimension, right? Like that's weird. Yeah, there's there there's interesting proposals for what VR could be. I got this ad forever ago and it, it seems cool. I don't I mean I don't have a VR headset, so it couldn't make it work. But someone was like presenting this Kickstarter for a VR Dungeons and Dragons thing where mm. like you're all wearing headsets and you're all sitting on a table. Maybe, maybe you're all, you know, remote, you're all coming from the spots, but you're sitting on a virtual table and there's like the board in front of you or, you know, yeah. the, the grid or whatever you're using, but 
the DM can like cr- pull up like like a space for you guys to be in. Sure. And like you can actually role play a little. It's still D and D. You're still rolling dice, but you're in a, a more physical space with physical people, hmm. or not physical people, like a virtual space with virtual people. Yeah. That you can like interact with a little bit better. Be and cool. I, I like the implication for that. I just I don't think I don't see meta taking off the way they're sort of proposing it. I I honestly don't see a whole lot of like besides video games which are kind of cool and like I'll count that D&D thing as like a video game. Yeah, it's know? it's a it sort of blurs the lines between a traditional RPG and a video game. But anyway, but besides that, I don't see a whole lot of practical use for VR. I don't know. No one's uploading their consciousness to the meta servers. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Also, what are you going to do with it once it's there? And, and what does that even mean to like I don't think I don't think they know. I think they're they're proposing this idea, and I don't think they've thought it through. I think they, I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg has an idea. It's like I can upload these human consciousnesses to my mothership. I'm just waiting for the day that we get to get to the Futurama heads in a jar. Well, Elon Musk, this isn't quite that. Elon Musk did announce he's ready to start human trials of his brain chip, mm-hmm. uh, and that can't possibly go wrong in any way. What does that do? Uh, you can store memories. You can play music in your head. Uh, you can store your consciousness and upload it to a robot body. In theory, does it connect to five G? Probably. How, well, does Isaac, it protect me from the corona? Isaac, you're vaccinated. You're already connected to five G. I was gonna say that's that's kind of where I was taking that bit. Is like, dude, you realize people freaked out at the vaccine because they thought that that's what that is, and now we're gonna pay a billionaire to do it for us. Elon Musk, who has such good cars, the self-driving cars, always. Have you have you been following that at all? Apparently just like almost hitting people left and right. Really? Like swerving toward people <laughs> or like it just, it, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the Terminator timeline is fast approaching. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to go live in the woods. The Terminators can still find you there. John Connor's not out there waiting for you. I just recently watched Terminator 2. That's why I'm making all these references. The one oh, yeah. reference. Anyway. This one time on a bus ride in Peru, I watched this movie called, I forget, but it was with... Uh, That's a weird title. It was in Spanish subtitles, so maybe I didn't even didn't even get the... Uh, it was in Spanish with English subtitles, I should say. So I didn't even... Maybe I didn't even understand the name. But it was with these people who lived in the 18th century, like pilgrim kind of vibe going on. Okay. And so you like land in there and you're like, okay pilgrim setting great you know 17th century and they have this like monster that lives on the outside of town that scares people and like at first you think the conflict is like oh it's about the townspeople versus the monster and a girl gets dragged away and killed or whatever and you're like wow dang and then you realize that like slowly that the the towns that the monsters aren't real they're townspeople dressed up as the monsters and they're protecting the townspeople from something like scaring them to stay inside the bounds of the town it's like a very like don't go into the spooky woods because because the spooky woods are spooky and and there's the monster there so the monster's like creating this, this boundary like whenever the the monster comes out everybody like goes inside the fence and turns on the lights and so it's like you know the safe place but you realize that the townspeople are like the council of higher ups in the in the puritan town are doing that in order to scare people so you're like what's on the outside like what's away from the monsters this one girl escapes because i think her brother is sick so she has to go like go get medicine but she kills one of the monsters which was actually a townsperson dressed up as a monster and takes the monster's clothes and hikes out of bounds out of the like the border that nobody has gone you know for generations and then she gets to the this like cement steel barbed wire wall maybe it was a fence i don't know it was like 21st century thing like and you're like what i thought and then you see it's like a sign that says like nature preserve do not enter like what and then like a car drives by and you're like what is going on just like keep like these mind blowing things. And you realize that the like the whole backstory is that these people were like sick of 
society. So they like made a Puritan town. And like the first generation, of course, they all know. But then as soon as they start having children, they indoctrinate the children into it. And the children are just like grown up in it. They have no idea. And so they have to create a myth in order to keep people on the inside of the bounds so that they don't exit this like huge nature preserve that that is keeping them within it just to like escape reality. And like, you know, they're kind of like a doomsday cult of like, you know, the rest of the world is going to crap. We want to be pure. And like they had like family members die of like scourges of the modern world. Um, yeah. Meta. One of them dies meta. It's really weird. Yeah. Very, I don't know. Yeah. I forgot how the movie ends. So. Well, that's good because you can't spoil you can't spoil the ending. Well, I already spoiled the M. Night Shyamalan twist in the middle. That's wild. Do you think that like do you those could exist in theory right now? Is that I mean cults the Amish, man. The Amish know about the outside world though. They're aware, but like it's not that far off. But you're right, it probably could exist. And we'd have no way of knowing because it's not like they'd be documenting it. I mean, there's there's still uncontacted tribes in the Amazon, and and that's true. You know, people who who have not been connected to the natural world, or or to the, the they're they're connected to the natural world. They're not connected to the the sort of human existence. More no, they're human. I don't know. I was gonna say, <laughs> the, the the hole you've just dug uh, is not that deep. I'm foggy. But... I'm foggy. That's all right. Do you think, and I mean no offense to the Amish, this isn't meant to be like, haha, Amish people are so silly, but mm-hmm. it's got to be such a weird experience to be like driving your buggy, you know, down the road, yeah. you've got your horses and a car just drives by. Like, that's got to be just such a strange... Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day when I don't have a whole lot of structure on my off shift, so I have to like make that structure for myself when I'm not on a mission, and you like need structure in your life or you like go crazy you have to like stay like like for winter break at home and it's like day four of winter break and you're like all right i've like watched all the things i want to watch you're 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 referring to the spring of 2020 you're referring to that time period just like any time in your life when when where you just like everything ceases like there's nothing there you're just sort of a blob yeah i gotcha yeah yeah and that feels terrible so it can be pretty easy to get there I mean, not easy, but like, like structure is not built into the way that we live. We have to like find our own structure through like joining a sports club team or I don't know, working or whatever, so that we have all the structure in our life. When you live a life that's closer to that, closer to the Amish life, I I would assume I've never lived that way, but like the structure is built into the day. That's true. Because you've got... you gotta you got take stuff your to courses. Do. You gotta yeah. go to church. You gotta do this and that. And like maybe that structure is oppressive sometimes, and that's understandable. But like, like I think about like owning a cabin in the woods, and like, okay, well, you gotta wake up early to get the firewood going. To that, I say it's a cabin is a wonderful prospect, but the amount of work, that right? It but must that work maintain. equals structure, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's just replacing work that you would normally do elsewhere in order to pay money in order to get your gas to the apartment you live in right like battle your chicken yeah. so if you just like structure your life you get structure and your needs taken care of in the same life in the same day you know it sounds nice yeah so is it really harder work or are you just like shifting your work to a different time and then like owning that putting more work somewhere else so that you have zero work to do at some point in the day but is that really what you want or do you just want to make all of your work satisfying enough that you don't, it doesn't feel like work? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. That's that's my thought on the Amish. I feel like most Amish people are probably pretty pretty happy with their life. I mean, they've all got the opportunity to leave. And if they're still around, they must be happy. Well, I'm sure they have, they have trials and challenges and, you know, just like everybody else. When you said trials, I was imagining like a like a courtroom trial. <laughs> How did we get here, dude? Just because you're honest does not mean you get a free pass on the uh, on the old federal government. You still gotta. You're still being reported on by Agent Isaac. Found that one out the hard way. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. 
Speaking of structure, and, and this might not be a bit at all, it, we'll see where it goes. Do you ever play any Lego games growing up? Any Lego video games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, Lego I Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones, and I think Lego Batman. Those, those like the, the holy trinity of Lego games. From what I, I yeah. never played Lego Batman, but I played Lego Star Wars and Lego Indiana Jones, and those are incredible games. Yes. But I, I had a, just a garbage day on, on this past Friday. Just absolutely. I, it started out by me breaking my glasses oh man uh and forgetting to take my antidepressants so like it was already a, not a good way to start the day it's <laughs> yeah, just like every good. possible every possible thing that could have gone good or bad went the bad way so i was just i didn't want to do anything and i was like how can i how could i just get myself out of this funk and i remembered i bought for my playstation 3 uh lego lord of the rings i purchased for myself Whoa. uh because cool. because I, I owned it on wii and then just never finished it on wii I was like, I should, I should play this game. I like, immediately got a PS5 and just sort of forgot about it because I couldn't play it on the PS5. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I should dig my PS3 out of my closet, play Lego Lord of the Rings this weekend. And that's all I did this past weekend, which is play nice. Lego Lord of the Rings. There's something so just comforting. And and I don't know, I, maybe it's because I played so many Lego games growing up. Yeah. Or maybe it's because the gameplay is so just like straightforward. They're very casual. It's very casual. Break stuff, build stuff, fight a guy every once in a while yeah there's no it's not challenging it's just fun but it was great it was it was nostalgic even though i'd never fully played this game i mean it's a lord of the rings game so you know i know it's my favorite it's my favorite movies it's lego it was it was chill and there's a new lego star wars game coming out actually oh really months yeah lego star wars the skywalker saga oh with all of them all nine movies dang it looks incredible they've added a special a special mode where you because lego games have like dialogue now so if they're from movies, they use dialogue from the movies, which of course they didn't in the original, but they've added a mode into this new Lego Star Wars called mumble mode, where they just, all the dialogue is just grunts and, and mumbles, which I think is excellent. That was one of my favorite things about the Lego games is, is buying the like cheat things or, or the like codes or whatever. Not not buying them, but like, you know, you like collect coin, coin in the game. Studs. Yes. Studs. And you get the, the stud magnet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you can you can buy things and like one of them was like like oh you could like buy different characters that you can play as or you can like buy like the deflect every lightsaber thing or you know just like little yeah. stuff like that. Those are really fun to to mess around with. And when you could like buy the like the force ghost. Yeah. Like, and you're like invincible and you can like jump oh, so good. at times and stuff. It's like yeah. And those those were the most expensive characters. They were like oh, it had to be a couple hundred thousand studs per each of them yeah so you just grind that one uh, to get to one, get your lego that one level that hands out the most studs what uh what was the i know it's been for do you remember the first force ghost you bought I don't it's probably yoda i was gonna say i'm fairly certain i went for yoda who was the, the worst one because he moved so slowly once his lightsaber was out right but he could jump real far he, oh crazy high what a good yeah. game do you think that the new star wars lego video game is gonna have uh Boba Fett and Mandalorian in it. I know Mando's in it. There's there's a DLC pack with Mando and Baby Yoda. Oh, uh, maybe down the line, Boba. I mean, I'm sure Boba Fett will be I mean, in it yeah, just as Boba yeah, Fett. But, yeah. I don't know if it'll be. You know, I don't know if they'll have Crime Lord Boba Fett, Daimyo Boba Fett in there. Daimyo. Uh, for those uh, hipster gangster. <laughs> Boba Fett's such a just a teaser for Boba Fett episode. He's such a boomer. He like. He really he, he's I'm, I'm, these damn kids are they're not working i'm gonna go find him he's like oh there is no work all right you need job work for me That's i got jobs come work for me the the response of reddit to the like yeah the millennial plight in uh <laughs> in the book of boba fett hit too accurately people got mad about that biker gang yeah they don't they don't like the, the color sh- the color stuff and in, in tatooine but it's also like uh unemployment hit tattoo like <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> like oh, these man. damn kids are hanging out outside my water vaporizer <laughs> yeah that's funny be great if we could revisit and i'm really i have strong feelings about this show uh and <laughs> and they've been touching those they've shifted radically just just for for just to where we are at when this episode is recorded uh Episodes one through six of the Book of Boba Fett have have been released. I can't uh, wait for them to shift drastically again after the last one. 
the last episode. I don't understand. Why is Boba Fett not in this show if it's his show? That's my thing. And I didn't mind it. This is, this is just a teaser. I didn't mind it for one episode because it was cool. Yeah. But to do two episodes of it, <laughs> like, why? Just make Mando season three. I'd watch it if you're like... They're great episodes, but just make it Mando season three. I think they're gonna they're gonna combine. They're gonna come together. Even, even if even if they just subbed, if even if this was the Mandalorian colon the Book of Boba Fett, even if it was just like this is a a, a diversion, but it's still Mandalorian. It's just a different setting for the season. Then it would be fine. But to call it this is the Boba Fett show, but Boba Fett's <laughs> if, just not gonna be in it for like two hours. What if in Mandalorian in season four? It's mostly Boba Fett and and not Mandalorian. They just like switch shows. If they did that, it would seem like they just got confused when they were like sending them to Disney. <laughs> like this oh, episode goes uh, in this category. This episode goes we labeled we labeled them wrong. This is uh, Book of Boba Fett episode five dot MP four. But it, but shit, that was supposed to be Mando. Oh man. Oh man. And Disney's yeah. like, yeah, of course, we'll upload it. Uh, the one the one guy's got a silver helmet. The one guy's got a green uh, it's, helmet. It's the same. Like, who no, who no, can tell? No, no. He's got, he's got a cool sword, but I guess it'll, I don't know. That green guy, that's uh, that's the uh, the Rancor, right? The little green dude that's the Rancor? That's Django, right? <laughs> the Book of Django Fett. The Book of, I'm very excited for this Book of Boba Fett episode because <laughs> my feeling, like I said, my feeling shifted drastically within a week about the, the Mando side plot. So who knows what this last episode will do? Uh, yeah. Do you have any shower thoughts to get us out? I, I need to wash <laughs> the sand of Tatooine off of me before I get too angry All about right, it. Let's, of course, let's of course, I didn't spend much time on Tatooine, did I? I went and went off to fucking Luke Skywalker's house for a while. Let's uh, let's crack open some of those black gourds and uh, see how they taste here in the shower. They're called black melons. <laughs> yeah, they are black melons. Yeah. Uh, just a fun a fun bit about what my phone has just popped up. My phone, yes. I, I set my alarm, I set several alarms on my phone every every morning or every night. My phone has learned that I have certain alarms set at a certain time, so it'll suggest to me. And usually it's a little bit later at night because I don't go to bed till later. But it just suggested uh, an hour ago, like, hey, you should turn your alarm on. As if my oh, phone's yeah. saying, like, go to, go to bed. My, my, my phone will do that too. But it's never it been this been- early in the night. I don't know why my phone has decided now is bedtime for me. Did you know that Antarctica has the highest average level of education on any continent that's probably true yeah a lot of scientists going down there yeah um you know there's civilians in antarctica like yeah. the scientists families that live there it's just can you imagine that being your every every day like you just wake up and you know there's timmy that. penguin that'd be cool um there's a great documentary my last Antarctica thing it's a herzog yeah. documentary it's called encounters at the end of the world and he goes on a two-minute tangent about this depressed existential penguin. Uh, and he also asks point blank, are there gay penguins? To uh, a penguin biologist. And then he never answers it, just like cuts away. Uh, but it's also a really good documentary just because it goes, it's... it's Warner Herzog? Yeah. Encounters oh. at the End of the World. You can watch it for free on oh, YouTube. Oh, I have seen that one. Yeah. A great film. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Most people haven't mastered the difficult art of how to be simultaneously honest and kind. Some err on the side of kindness without honesty, and others err on the side of honesty without kindness. That was a whole fortune cookie right there. I say that feels a little, a little dense for a shower thought. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't know if that was quite a shower thought, but it was something. No, that, that's like you know you've you've been to, in your shower, and then someone's like, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna go to this, uh, this." Uh, I'm trying to shoehorn in another angry Boba Fett thing here about how it's completely just a different thing. Anyway. <laughs> when you lose one sock, you really lose two. That's not true. No, no I, I, I've been mismatching. Yeah. I, I just... Uh, oh, can't read that one. What's that one? <laughs> that's, a, that's an edgy th- shower thought from Reddit. Oh, there. we can't do edgy. Let's see. No, oh, that's an ad, yeah. Don't read the ad. Unless they want to sponsor us, in which case, we'd be happy. Your to. stomach thinks all potatoes are mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, people programmed a programming language to program programs to build more programs. Hmm. 
sharks have the only teeth that are socially acceptable to put on a necklace. There's your baby teeth, I don't know. You'd wear a baby teeth necklace? No. <laughs> What would be more? What would be more unhinged? Wearing your own baby teeth or wearing someone else's baby teeth? I don't know. That's a good question. If you have your own baby teeth and you're an adult, and you're wearing them, you're wearing them. I'm just really attached to my childhood. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because if it's someone else's, I feel like you make the claim like, oh, it's, it's a statement. Right. It's an I don't know what the statement is, but if it's your own, like, there's much to consider. Yeah. Somewhere on the internet, there is a topic or website that would drastically change your life, and you just haven't exposed to it yet huh and you can't seek it out because that that that'd be leading you have to like discover it right all money is monopoly money because it only has value within the monopoly that backs it i don't understand that one well because money money is not money money is like a a favor saying yeah this this represents gold that may or may not exist and monopoly is like i mean it's it's not a perfect analogy i understand what they're saying it's not perfect money is made up is it's basically it. money is just made up stuff uh some of these are not great man i gotta i gotta really wean these out throughout the week and, and kind of come up with uh the best of the best here because it's i feel like it, it it's always a struggle to find that zinger until we find know, it right? if you just stumble upon that last perfect one Ooh. This Find it. A, so, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it buys off sadness. Mm. Think about that, folks. If you want to buy off some, some of our sadness, there you, uh, go. you can donate to support us at the link in the episode description, uh, or tell your favorite brands to sponsor us. Also, a gun is a hole puncher for human beings. That's it. <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to send us an email uh, to tell us, you know, that we shouldn't have, we, sh- we shouldn't be getting near guns or to tell us uh, if you want a whole punch in orangutan, you can email us where, Isaac? <laughs> at uh, ketchupcast at uh, thisamericanlife.npr. That's correct. Uh, if you want to reach out to uh, Serial, if you have strong feelings about Serial and you want to tell them about the uh, the new killer they should be hunting, you can email them at nocondiments at gmail.com. Uh, please don't send me your, your killer things unless they're interesting, in which case we'll shift and become a true. Solve a murder with you. You think we could do it? We should solve a murder. All right. Be on the lookout for murders. Of, of the orangutan. <laughs> I, know, I know who killed the orangutan. <laughs> I have a theory. Yeah. It's the man with a sword. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, you got pictures of scary orangutans. I would love to just have them fill our Twitter messages. Uh, you can follow us. What's our handle, Isaac? Follow us uh, at our handle? Yeah, what's our Twitter handle? Oh, Twitter. That's where you want to follow us? Well, or you can just follow us around if you happen to see us. In <laughs> not, not down the dark alley? I think it's uh, Cast, spelled like the condiment. That's correct. That's the first time you've taken this seriously. I tried. It's the first time I've ever asked you one of these and you've not made a joke about it. So congratulations. This is, this is history. Uh, yeah. Um, if you've got thoughts on the book of Boba Fett uh, <laughs> and you want to debate with me why it actually makes perfect sense for them just to fucking show Baby Yoda training with the Jedi instead of focusing on Boba Fett building a criminal empire in Tatooine and fighting the Pikes. You can email us those too, because uh, I have I do have thoughts, and you will hear about them in our Star Wars episode. You're just so stuck on that cliffhanger. I didn't, it's not even that. It's just why introduce this thing if you're just going to ignore it for two episodes? Well, I just like you have a whole other show to do the story and just tell me Boba Fett's story. Why well, just like introduce? Uh, I don't know. All literally any character in the original series, and then just like not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Boba Fett's whole thing is that he he you know didn't actually do a whole lot of stuff and just sort of looked cool and was sidelined by better characters. Right? Like when's the Mace Window movie coming out? That when when's the you know we, we save these questions because I do have answers. But like or or speculations. But based but the, purely on my own bullshit. We already talked about this. The whole point of the Star Wars universe is that you get to create the story for yourself and you get Isaac, to have I was that trying to end this I was trying to end this episode. And and so it, when you <sighs> I don't know. 
I honestly don't mind. If it wasn't called The Book of Boba Fett, I wouldn't mind. But you called it The Book of Boba Fett. Why is Boba Fett not in the show? The Book of Grogu. But, but that's still better. At least you would explain when we spent 40 minutes watching him train with a CGI monster. <laughs> the Book of... I don't know. Who's in it? Who's in it the most? Not Boba Fett. Yes, yeah, Boba Fett. The Book of fucking... Shand Rind or whatever her name is. Fennec Shand. The book of uh, Danny Trejo for that that one one scene. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, I, uh, I really appreciated him. In that that was great. Uh, so so uh, look forward to more deep insights into all things Star Wars coming in a couple of episodes. Where would... do they even have books in the Star Wars universe? They do. Luke Luke Skywalker has a whole stack of Jedi texts in, in the yeah, Last Jedi. Are, are books. Are people just like that's like an iPhone three. Get Probably. I mean, everyone else has got data pads. Yeah. You know, you've always we we have I have every song ever made on this easily accessible, but people still have vinyl, so you know, people have preferences. Anywho, yeah. this has Not been good. episode fifty nine of Ketchup Cast. Uh, Ten more until you know. It's, it's the funny number. It's the the funny one. Uh, like order sixty six. When we do a whole Star Wars episode. I have plans for that episode and you're going to be really, you're going to be so annoyed with me and I cannot wait. I, I thought we were doing our order 66 episode tonight up until you said, nah. So I, I planned it out already. You already have, I plan, I planned some goofs, some sight gags. Are, are they not? Oh God. So look forward to that. Uh, look forward to it. And next week or not next week. You know, I'm not going to edit them that quickly. Uh, next episode is episode 60. So look forward to, uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Start to collect some social social security. Oh, I can't wait. My pension's finally. Uh, thanks for listening, listeners. Uh, this has been Ketchup Cast. Don't hang outside people's water coolers unless you want to be asked by a man in funny in a funny hat if you want a job, and then drive a, a space Vespa after the mayor's guy. <laughs> <laughs> the end.